0: The point after show.
1: It's
2: called savage. Run for your life. And That was a disgraceful
1: performance, in my
2: opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We
1: gave them the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucks uh, Playoffs? We talk about playoffs? You kidding me?
2: Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The point after show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in pee-wee hell.
0: What's up, guys? This is Eddie Daddy from The Point After Show. I'm bringing it back, Tommy. There he is. And we got Tommy Lipko with us and Cavi, the producer, Caviston. Uh, We're doing a little something different for you this week. Obviously, if you listen to our other two podcasts, three podcasts, uh, actually, uh, we're just going to do some smaller, shorter uh, takes on some segments, some ideas that we came up with throughout the week. And uh, our topic for tonight is, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, Well, as of this podcast, full disclosure, we did it earlier in the week, so he might um, sign a new contract by the time this comes out. But Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, is on the cusp of a five-year extension um, as the commissioner of the NFL, which is in talks and it's really close to being, uh, you know, being made a deal as of this podcast. So maybe by the time that you're listening, it, 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 he could have very well signed a new a new deal. But Cabby, you came up with uh, some controversial not not so much controversial, but you came up with a list of um, whether it be good things or bad things that so far in Roger Goodell's tenure as the NFL commissioner, what has happened that you uh, might bring to our attention now?
2: Yeah, so uh, in in honor of Goodell's possible five-year extension, I thought we could go over what I see as uh, his top five, uh, I don't know if they're necessarily accomplishments, but the top five things that Roger Goodell has been involved in since he's been uh, commissioner, or uh, as some people might see, a dictator of the NFL. Uh, depending on your take so uh number coming in at number five um concussions so uh there's two sides of this story um Goodell's kind of been on both sides of it you know uh so I'll I'll, I'll kind of go over I'll, I'll I'll take the first shot at this you know because I I talk about this a lot so Goodell has done positive things for concussions so he has, you know, limited, uh, you know, how many concussions a player can get. They ha- he has enacted the concussion protocol. Um, he, he's taken positive steps towards uh, prevention of concussions and diagnosis diagnosis of concussions. But I also think that Goodell, it's it, it, to me, it's almost a little bit uh, uh, too too little, too late, maybe because Goodell is also the guy who came out uh, with the huge. Denial of concussions uh, that they that they cause CTE, and that they were uh, you know a huge issue, and and even as recently as uh, a month ago, saying that you know NFL players live a better life than non NFL players uh, post retirement, um, so that they're healthier people. So I mean, concussions have been a hot hot button topic in his uh, reign as uh, supreme dictator of the league. Or AKA Commissioner, or what do you guys you AKA guys have to take on that? King John Un? Yeah, exactly. Ed, you take on uh, concussions during the Goodell era. How it well, affects I mean, the I, game? I,
1: yeah, I think.
0: Um, I mean, obviously, I'm just looking at it fantasy football wise. It always sucks when your player, whether it be a, a minor concussion or just under per, per, uh, concussion protocol, leaves the game and he's basically done for the rest of the game. Very rarely do they ever come back if they're under concussion protocol. But on the on the flip side of that, I get where the precautions have to come in because it. Listen, the CT, the the concussion movie was a great movie, right? Um, And it does show you maybe a little bit the most extreme cases of it was based on that movie or the movie was based on but I mean there's still some um, side effects that you see that players are having later in life because of maybe there weren't the precautions that they have in place now but also you know players are bigger stronger um, now than they were you know say like 20-30 years ago but I think the equipment is a little bit better. What do they? Have, like the, the NASA uh foam in their helmets now that, you know, are are a little bit better for contact helmet on helmet. And even uh the uh fines and penalties that players are getting now are in effect where, you know, you can't hit anybody above the helmet when they're an eligible receiver and all that. So
2: which can be credited back to Goodell in the long run. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. So I think that he has taken some positive steps, and there's only they're athletes. They 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 were built like their their whole mentality is to tackle the guy with the football as hard as they can these these um, defenders. So I mean, it's it's hard to when you're running full speed at somebody to just automatically just kind of. Duck or
1: position, position yourself, yourself to a
0: different spot because mm-hmm. you're just you know it's just um, gut instinct to to hit him with basically your shoulder your head so I don't know that's just my take on it but I think I think he has taken the strides that he needed to take because that's a big topic in in his era so
1: uh, here's my take quick is a couple things one with Goodell. There are a lot of good things implemented in the NFL for concussions. The concussion protocol has been advanced. You look at also where they now have uh, medical examiners reviewing live footage of the game, and if they suspect anybody out there uh, that may have received a concussion that didn't take themselves out or wasn't actually injured and down on the field, they'll call down on the field to the -the on-the-field doctors and say, hey, number 81... Got pretty smacked the last cat, uh, last play. Take him out and check him out, see if he's concussed or if he's good to go. So that's a solid thing. The NFL also settled the lawsuit for you know um, what they did know. Let's be honest, the concussion stuff has been going on for a long time. This is way before Goodell too, um, and it's hard. He's the face of the NFL at this point in time, and he's there to take a position on things that maybe off the field and not with his NFL cap on would say, yeah, I agree with that. But as the commissioner of the NFL, he's got to sit there and be the face of the NFL and get out there and argue against those points. Um, Another thing, too, is, don't get me wrong, uh, if the NFL knew about this stuff way before the players, then, sure, the NFL should take responsibility. But these players are out there training to get as big as they can and as fast as they can. And if... They know what happens when there's a car accident, right? These players are out there running 15 miles an hour, head-on, smashing each other, not what the equipment a car has to offer. And they don't think there's going to be any outcome from that kind of stuff, too. So I think a small percentage of the blame... I, I wouldn't even call it blame, but... Um, ignorance to this whole topic should go to the players as well. So I... I We'll stay neutral on Goodell here. I think he made advancements, but at the same time, there could have been more disclosure.
2: Okay, so for number five, we come in with concussions. Um, Ed, Goodell, win or loss on uh, concussions?
1: Um, I would say more than a, a more of a win than a loss. Tom, I'll kind of go that way. He's trying to settle the score. same with Eddie, more than a win, than a loss. He's trying to settle the score, get it behind the NFL, get this topic out of of conversation as the NFL being the bad guy and trying to resolve it and make advancements in the technology to prevent brain damage in the future.
2: I'm going to go loss, murderer, monster, allegedly, (laughs) Roger Goodell. All right. (laughs) So coming at number four, uh, what I think will – you know, be the most infamous uh, reign of Roger Goodell, Deflategate. Um, hot button topic for everybody, um, and also kind of bullshit at the same time uh, when we look at all the resources um, that were devoted to it. So Tom, let's start with you on this. Roger Goodell and Deflategate, what's your take?
1: Huh. You know, I don't like that he and the NFL were kind of... I, I, I think there needs to be a separation between the NFL and discipline action. I think there needs to be that neutral party that doesn't have any investment, especially for cases like domestic violence and stuff like that, because obviously Goodell and the league is there to preserve the image of the NFL and keep investors on board. And if there's a lot of discrepancies, a lot of issues surrounding that, negative publicity, those people are all going to back out. So with uh, Deflategate, I don't have a lot of the evidence there, like I did with the Zeke, conversation last week so I don't know too much about it but the evidence that was out there widely known to the public with Brady texting you know the, the equipment manager and then smashing his phones kind of puts it up there as shady cheating right if you're looking at that kind of stuff I, I I'm gonna pose another question back to you. You know that Brady cheats although it's slight advantage with the deflating of balls if he was involved. What's worse, that or Pete Rose betting on baseball games?
2: Pete Rose. But, uh, a guy blatantly cheating or a guy just gambling? I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with what Pete Rose did at all because he didn't gamble on his own team.
1: So here you're going to have Tom Brady go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time, inducted to the Hall of Fame, everything. You know He's going to go out with all the celebrations, parades, everything in New England, celebrate it forever. Probably one of the, if not the greatest quarterback of all time, and he cheated in a game. Allegedly. Of course. Well, no, no, no. They.
2: Well. He got according, and to, according to according sure. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he cheated in a game. Right. Cheated. Right. Well, somebody cheated.
1: You're involved in it. You're part of the cheating. Okay. And allegedly.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that out
1: there. Uh, Pete just texted it in my ear and said allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. So allegedly cheated in the game. With a lot of evidence to go in favor of that. But you have a guy that just bet on baseball games and he's never gonna get the bells and
2: whistles. He can't even get invited back to like throw out first pitches pretty much these Well days. now he's a pedophile too. So well, that doesn't really count. That's why the Phillies alleged. kicked him off. Alleged pedophile. That's why the Phillies uh they they cut, they sever the ties for the first pitch. I
1: thought, Had nothing to do I with the cheating. It, I thought it was going he was gambling again. No, they
2: forgave that. They were, they were okay with the gambling, and then there was the little kid stuff. And they were like, so, yeah, we're, we don't want to be social. Yeah,
1: so here's my thing. I think the NFL handled that to the best of their knowledge. My only thing is I think the NFL should get out of – they're there to run a football league. They're not there to run a disciplinary kind of deal. They should – they make enough money, generate enough revenue. They should hire an outside agency, an impartial arbitrator, whoever. But then that, That's comes, run that.
2: that comes down on the NFL PA. Because their reps said they wanted Goodell to be judge, jury, and executioner. I
1: thought they
2: wanted to get out of that. No, they they voted for it. He didn't originally want it, from my understanding. You know, maybe maybe they want him out of it now, (laughs) since since it hasn't been going you know the great ways. But originally, they were the or maybe they maybe they didn't want it, but they gave it to him. You know, they allowed it to take place. So Ed, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know
0: Deflategate. Um.
1: I really have no no
0: I don't think comments. any cares either way I don't yeah
1: but do you think Adele? Won or lost in this? Obviously, the Patriots fan hate him. You see, like, they're up right. there. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, pictures of his face with, like, with a clown cardboard on wieners it. going yeah. into his mouth and everything during the Super Bowl
2: parade. <laughs> like, it, it was um, obscene. Actually, a, a large blog competitor of ours is giving out 70,000, for free, yeah. 70,000 hand towels at the Patriots' first game with Goodell, bright blue with Cadell's face on him and a, and a red clown nose on his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. So...
1: I mean he I think they were doing thirty and they got another Yeah, they got another forty
0: (laughs) thousand. I think with the evidence he had, he made a just decision. I mean he had to do what he had to do. He had to there if there was enough evidence to show that Brady or someone on the Patriots team, whether or not Brady knew of it, there was suspect that he did. Um, I Brady he had to get his Disciplinary action taken against him for sure. Um, so just just to prove that you know he has that authority to do so, whether or not he's ma- he made Brady an ex- like just an example, he had to show some kind of disciplinary yeah. action.
1: And one more thing to touch on that too is is I was kind of happy with the decision. Not you know uh, one of the biggest things is here you have one of your superstars of the league out there. And the a goody-goody, goody too. Yeah, a goody-goody superstar of the league that kind of stays away from the social media, the outside limelight, uh, and the NFL didn't really take that into consideration. They just took the case for its merits and made a decision based on that, not, not just who they are, the color of their skin, or what they're doing
2: outside of work, I guess. I think this became personal for Goodell. Ooh. I honestly do. I think that this is going to go down as one of the biggest stains on his legacy. I think it was such a ridiculous thing from start to finish that it, it spanned two seasons and millions of dollars were in you know invested into researching this and to prosecuting this to the point where it om- it went to, to Supreme Court almost, didn't it? it I don't think it, it made it, to, but it yeah
1: went to an Appeals Court. Yeah, went
2: to an Appeals Court like you're taking on the, the the best team in the league and that's what I think if this was a lesser quarterback, I don't think such a big deal was made of it
0: oh, absolutely not. And I you had that.
2: other quarterbacks come out and say, listen, we do it this happens nothing happened to anybody else. So I think an example was made of Brady because of who he was because of what team he played for and that's my problem with Cadell across everything he does is that there's no consistency and there's not a standard set for anybody. For example, the Zeke Elliott thing, you know, that we just he just flies by the cuffs of his pants for in some of these cases, or he brings somebody in that, that does it, but it's not the same person every time. So I do agree with you that there should be an outside disciplinary board. He shouldn't yeah. be judge, jury, executioner. Maybe two or, or two or three of those. Maybe he hands out the the, the fines to other people yeah. to serve yeah, you figure it out. But I think that the is the biggest stain on uh, on the legacy of Goodell. And I think it it it's an embar- it was an embarrassment to the NFL and an embarrassment to him because it took so long. He was made to look like a fool many times along the road. And I think everybody in America was so fed up with it and aggravated by it by the time it finally happened that two years later, Tom Brady, what did he get, four games or six games for that? Four, I think, he right? Four. four games, yeah. yeah. And, and four games for, you know, something that they couldn't even, they never actually proved that the balls were completely deflated. So, I don't know. That's my take on it.
1: Speculation. Yeah. Allegedly.
2: Allegedly, yeah. So That's let's... turn uh, term here at the point after Exactly. So. A lot of alleged We're things. We're too poor for a lawsuit. Exactly. We're, we'll take a hot take, but only so far. <laughs> so uh, number three, the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl uh, a couple years ago we saw was kind of a... I'll, I'll start this one, I guess. Um, in my eyes, the Pro Bowl was a complete joke for a few years. It was guys throwing the ball back and forth, flipping it, you know, just a bunch of nonsense. Uh, nobody taking it serious. I think Goodell really has reinvigorated the Pro Bowl because they were thinking about canceling it. Because yeah. it was such poor quality football being played where he kind of made it matter a little bit more and made it watchable. Um, so I actually, as much as I hate Goodell, allegedly. Um,
1: <laughs> you allegedly hate him. I allegedly hate
2: him. <laughs> uh, some may say that. Uh, I think that one great thing that he did for the league was... Uh, was the Pro Bowl. I think he's improved it and I will give him give props where they're due and I think that that's good for football. You know, to have a good All-Star game because the NBA All-Star game is huge and people love it and uh, that's a whole great weekend and I think maybe the Pro Bowl can come back to it. If they can move it just move it back to the to, to state size I think it would be huge.
0: My only take is and I know you, can, you you compared it to NBA I still think even the baseball All-Star game the NBA All-Star game and the Pro Bowl I really do not like watching any of them. To be honest with you, I think they just half-ass it. They're just trying to make a spectacle out there. It's almost like mm-hmm. a, a pickup game um, where they're just in you know in a field picking teams. But I think the other the baseball, MLB, and NBA have more of success because it is like a three four day event. They have the NBA three point contest. They have the slam dunk competition. Baseball has um, what should we call it like the old the old guys versus the young guys, and yeah. like, it's almost like an NBA or, uh, M- like MTV jock jams mm-hmm. uh, game. And then the also the um, uh, they have the yeah the home run home run derby. So I think there is more of a of a uh, not not drive to go watch that, but there is more of an appeal to the the audience that mm-hmm. follows that those sports than just you know a bunch of pro bowlers who don't want to get hurt, but they're still going to play a little bit. More than half speed. Mm -hmm. Um, I I just don't like watching it, and I think it's a good like it's a good award to give out. They're a pro bowler. That's you know it's a good you know astonishment in their career. But I don't think the game is worth watching. Yeah,
1: I I agree. But unfortunately, here it is. It's a business, right? So Mm -hmm. with those things, they're going to sell tickets. They're going to sell. You know, they're going to push that it. Stimulates local economies with hotels and restaurants when people go there to watch the games they're also going out to do that stuff. Vegas loves it because they're getting bets in on those things, and the mafia loves it because they're getting the bookies are getting those bets too right so I don't think we're gonna ever see it go away. I agree with you though eddie i th- I think they're kind of a ridiculous they're like a, a circus a clown show it's It's kind of kind of pointless. Take the over and the NFC every year. Um, but I I don't like it. So I I don't really have a vote on this. I don't really care either way. I don't think Adele did a good thing. Sure, he's trying to make some movement on it to make it a good thing because he's a businessman. He's there to make good, smart business decisions to try to generate more revenue for the NFL. But end of the day, is, it's silly. I don't think the players want it, but they get paid for it. But yeah, I think it is a good... Accolade
0: like a in a in a stop like an yeah, accomplishment sure. in a NFL career, uh-huh. uh, saying that you're you know a two time Pro Bowler.
1: Oh, I agree that they still designate people Pro Bowlers, yeah. right? But you don't have a in the NBA or NFL. You don't have an Offensive Player of the Year versus a Defensive Player of the Year, uh, a game or a Rookie of the Year game or anything like that. You know what I mean? So why not just have the designation without the whole circus behind it? So Just then, here you're a Pro Bowler.
2: You were on the list. So Pro Bowl win or loss for Goodell? Uh, I I'm indifferent. Yeah, I'm impartial. I don't have a I don't have a decision either way. I'll give the guy a W for this one. <laughs> I'll give him a W. For have that one. Diesel in the house. All right. So number two, um, Ed, we're gonna start with you on this one because okay. this I'm is I'm a Raiders guy. It's a hot Uh-oh. hot button for you, Raiders. Raider Nation. Uh, two teams to L.A. And one for Las Vegas. Um, And also just, I guess we could toss in with this, the games in London, the games in Mexico City, expanding the reach and and putting the NFL in new markets. I
1: just have a question here real quick. You said uh, Goodell was... um the guy that brought the team to Las Vegas. No, not brought it. Just under I, his. I, yeah, I was. I was watching actually the most recent episode of Ballers, and I thought The Rock is actually behind. He's that the
2: the, the puppet master pulling the strings. Okay. is The Rock right. behind most things sure. in the yeah. world. I I believe.
1: I'm still going to give credit yeah. to The Rock for the Vegas. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, you know, um, there's there's pros and cons to this. So you have new markets opening to the NFL, but then you also have people losing their beloved teams, the city of uh, San Diego, uh, Oakland, St. Louis, um, but more money for bigger markets. So, Ed, I'll start with you on this one. Um, I mean, and this is the Roger Goodell, like how you think this affects the NFL and in turn Roger
0: Goodell. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the move to Vegas is a good business decision on Goodell's part. Um, the fact that there's really no, there's no other um, major professional sports team in Las Vegas. Bringing the Raiders there, who I I mean I'm a Raiders fan and I live in Pennsylvania. And so not,
2: fan not a hockey guy.
0: Not a hockey guy. No, the ho- NHL doesn't. <laughs> do uh, I'm talking about baseball, right. basketball, and football. Yeah. The, 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 the sports that matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I the Raiders going there is gonna just. I mean, I've already had a couple of my friends saying like, "Oh, for we should go to your bachelor party. Go to out uh, to Vegas, see Raiders game next year, or something like that." You know what I mean? Like stupid shit like that that just comes out. Yeah. Because it's Vegas, and there's gonna be Philly. Te- Philly's gonna be playing there. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit. It, all these teams yeah. are going to be. People are just going to be visiting Vegas now for a reason to see their to see their favorite football team. Yeah. So, um, I think it's a, it was a good business decision on Goodell's part. Um, maybe not his business decision, but uh, the fact Under that his he watch. Had, yeah the fact that he allowed something like that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's only going to increase revenue and Raiders. Uh, obviously, Oakland diehard fans. They're gonna have to deal. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, for me, it's just another city, but it's the same team, right? I, I, I don't live in Oakland, exactly, so yeah. I don't know how. It, Thankfully, how it's be there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as far as the, the Los Angeles teams, I think um, I, I don't. I didn't understand bringing the Chargers there. I mean, St. Louis, I can see, but um, I mean, it's it was under his watch too. I don't see. I like the Las Vegas move more than the Chargers moving to Los Angeles.
2: Tom,
1: here's my thing on this is um one, this is a disappointment to the taxpayers of those other cities, right? They financed a lot of those stadiums in Oakland, St. Louis. Actually, I think St. Louis is suing.
2: Yes, St. Louis is. Um the 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 people in uh, San Diego though, didn't want to pay for a new stadium. Oh,
1: yeah, that's why. Well, they said they would give up X amount of tax dollars. It wasn't enough. And, you know, so this is my biggest thing is is I hope this opens the eyes to the taxpayers to vote people in that aren't going to flip the bill for these stadiums. Sure, yeah, they generate that revenue like I talked earlier for local businesses. But guess what? the NFL is a multi-billion dollar business. So at the end of the day, the NFL owners are still going to flip that bill for that new stadium because they're still going to gain all that money off it. So all those local businesses are still going to get the people there. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's unfortunate that these people are you know, uh, pushing out this money. There's their tax dollars to pay for these stadiums. Mm-hmm. And I understand Goodell's moving these teams. I, I like the Vegas move, and I like... L.A. move. Get those teams back there. Uh, I'm not so sure about the London stuff. I understand you're trying to expand the market and get into that whole soccer deal over there. Hmm. I don't don't think that's going to happen.
2: No, but Um, even just the games being played over there. Yeah, sure. The players don't like it. They hate it, yeah.
1: You know, it's screwing with your body. But, uh, again, I don't know if I put this for... uh, I'll give them, like Eddie said earlier, 60-40 win... Forty percent lost, and the forty percent loss goes to the taxpayers. I was at the Oracle Arena.
0: I believe that's what it's called now. Um, no, the 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 Coliseum in Oakland, and I mean the A's and the Raiders share a stadium. Yeah, like that's the only other professional stadium. They were lot for like a while, and then but they yeah, but away I mean, build they should have built the Raiders their own stadium, and maybe they Who? would
1: have stayed. I don't know. The taxpayers, maybe. Who, pay, who pays for the other stadiums? But here's the thing. Your well, average...
2: Al, D- Al Davis isn't paying for it. But well, here's
1: the thing. Your average taxpayer can hardly afford a ticket to an NFL game. So I'm gonna, my tax money is going to go towards <laughs> building a stadium that I can never go to.
2: In a depressed area such is, as Oakland, which yeah, is, yeah, is... I don't
1: know. It's a blue-collar town. Is that count. cool? Like uh, Detroit Lions?
2: Well, Imagine they, if they tax dollars
1: are going there. That's they unbelievable. Did. I know. They did. That's they they unbelievable. that
2: monster. Like, you could buy a house talking for about bucks. Eddie, you were
1: talking about Detroit the other day. Uh, you drove over, you flew over a pile of shit, and then you said, oh, that's Detroit. It was a legend pile of shit. A pile
2: yeah. of shit. But <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, so you I, have this I whole. Did not say that? That's probably Pete. No, no, that Pete was absolutely Detroit.
1: Eddie that said that. Yeah. It was Eddie and Pete having the conversation. This is during the draft day. Yeah. And after the draft, and horseshoes, and beanbag tournament. So oh, Eddie had a couple beverages yeah. in his system.
2: Lawyer, lawyer Pete they hates were, Detroit. They yeah. were
1: all NA, though.
2: Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I think that expanding new markets is great. Um, I think Las Vegas is an important market to have part of sports in general. I think it's just going to help with everything Las Vegas is trying to do. Um, it's great for the teams because you have national following then because people are going to be coming in. You get so many visitors. The Rock gave some great stats on ballers last week. Um, I think the Rams going back to L.A. is cool. I think it's wild that the second biggest market in the country didn't have a football team, but also I think maybe it's telling. Like, why has a football team never survived there before? Um, I don't think they need two teams since they haven't ever been able to support one team for a long period of time. Um, the Chargers At least
1: the town that is all about winning. Yeah, right. Like that's yeah. that's what it's built on.
2: Yep. So if I you're mean, not,
1: if you're not a winner, you're out of there. Exactly.
2: Right? So I think.
1: First or last.
2: Yeah, exactly. Even Ricky
1: Bobby says it. I
2: think it's telling that the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers, it sucks they're leaving San Diego. I think that was a really cool uh, relationship that town had with that team. Yeah. But they were originally the the L.A. Chargers as well. So they came from there, um, as did the Raiders, as did the Rams. So I think it says something they moved away for a time. Um, I'm glad L.A. has a team. I think, you know, St. Louis, that sucks. But I think St. Louis will end up getting a team again. Um,. London, I think it's great that the games are taking place over there, international, for the league, you know, so I'll give Goodell that. I think the Mexico City thing was pretty cool, and I think the upcoming Beijing, Beijing thing is going to be cool.
0: The only thing that sucks about that is um, for the players. Oh, 100% agree. They're not they're not used to that uh, jet lag, that travel.
2: I think it, I think if you're going to do it, it needs to be, you know, your Sundays off and do it after a bye week or going into a bye week. I think it has to be planned better. Yeah. Um. A team in London, I think, could be cool. You know, there's like 20 spots. Like internationally, they want to have teams like that are like, per, like, and it ranges for things that would never happen to things that could. Um, I think London could be cool. I think that Mexico City could be very cool. Mexico City is not a far, no, a, you know, f- you, you're going to be closer yeah, for sure. It.
1: Same time zone, yeah, same time zone
2: so. everything. So uh, it's a four hour flight from LA, like, or, or a three hour flight from LA. I think that could be cool. That's a huge market that I think you can get into. Um, convincing the players to maybe live out of country could be tough, but also think of like how far their money could go down there. They, you know, put extra protection, all kinds of things would have to be in place. So I'll give Goodell a win on this one. And did you did you win or loss?
0: I'll say two out of three was a win. So two out
2: of three a win. Okay, Tom, you gave it a 60-40, right? 60-40. The
1: league won sixty. The taxpayers lost forty.
2: Okay, so our number one, uh, you know, thing for Goodell. Everybody loves this one. Replacement refs. Oof. That was rough. And that was 100% Goodell call. So, Tom, let's start with you on this one.
1: So, yeah, the replacement refs, their biggest dispute that was out there right there uh, during the lockout, pretty much, was the NFL, similar to what everybody's trying to do now, wanted to go from uh, a pension-type system to a 401k-type system for the referees, and they did not want any of that. I agree with them. You want a secure you know, retirement plan. And it only took Goodell three weeks to realize that the replacement refs were a horrible idea. You had you know, what, like nine incidents in the first three weeks, and it all ended with the whole Packers-Seahawks touchdown interception. Who knew what the hell was going on? You had one ref saying incomplete, the other one saying catch. Then they sat there huddled. Oh, it was unbelievable. And that is actually what pushed Goodell over the edge. This was the biggest blemish on his entire career, and I think it was only over about $18.2 million total. Out of a nine billion dollar business, uh, let's see, three point two million dollar annual cost to the NFL. Out of a nine billion dollar business,
2: I bet 3. you three point two million. I bet you that Goodell's expense account is more than that.
1: Oh sure, yeah. Uh, even yeah, he makes more than that a year. Yeah, like just said, his expense, expense account. account. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is his jets that. to go to different exactly, games, yep. everything like that? Unbelievable, three point two million dollars and the biggest blemish on his entire career. You had the Steelers game. Uh, you had the Seahawks Cardinals game, where uh, Doug Baldwin was hurt, and they never gave a, the timeout. They gave him that extra. They didn't give him the 10-second runoff. Uh, you had the Steelers Raiders with the helmet. The helmet hit. Uh, it was that was the biggest embarrassment for the NFL for a long time. I think.
2: Oh yeah, I I. It was unbelievable, Ed.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it was bad. It was like Lincoln
0: Gabriel referring the, the big ball tournament over Labor Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what, what's wild is there are guys that were up for possibly getting NFL games and did get, like, big-time college games because the college refs were going up the NFL that, like, we know. Like, people that, like, refed our high school football games were getting these shots as replacement refs, you know, like... And when you can't make a call on, you know, a uh, Lackawanna County football league correctly, should you really be uh, calling at the highest level?
0: Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I. All I don't know the whole, um, I guess, behind the scenes, lockout talk. But like, what he couldn't suspend the NFL season. Like, what was he supposed? to What would what
2: would have been an alternative solution? Give them the three point two million dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I made that. that, Yeah, they made it in
2: fifteen minutes. But if that's what they did, if that, I don't know. Well, I mean, they did. It's not like they compromised. Like they just got what they wanted. It just ruined three weeks of football. Yeah, and killed a couple fantasy owners. Uh, Literally, they might have committed suicide after some uh of those plays.
0: Allegedly, but allegedly, it, and I think that was—I mean,
2: <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. I believe
0: he started in the two thousand six year or season. Um, Goodell, but I think that was his first real challenge of as a as a
1: uh, the commissioner
0: of the NFL. Oh, yeah. So like he probably thinking he was doing something smart when he bat, you know hindsight. But then you, like you have people idiot. like
1: Jerry Jones, uh, team owner for the Cowboys, comes out and says even <laughs> after all this stuff, says that he didn't think the. Uh,
2: Replacement refs were bad. Yeah, they weren't that bad. It didn't, affect, it didn't affect the game that much. <laughs> it didn't affect the games the Cowboys played. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
1: sure. yeah. Uh, end of the day, these guys, the average salary for an NFL ref that year was 149 dollars And the grand scheme of things, a $9 billion industry is 149 dollars that much money. For 17 no. officiating crews is what they had. It's... Yeah. I don't know. I, I, where, where do you draw the line in this sand? Is where do you say we need, like, those people, in my opinion, although are on the field during the game, are basically the face of the organization. They're out there making sure every rule and interpretation of the rules is correctly uh, uh, distributed out to each game, each call, each play, especially now with review. It kind of helps them a little bit, slows down the game a high stress job too. Yeah, yeah how kind of but it. like you were watching a game like the stuff that they see that are just like split second and how plays, good they are. Yeah. How good they are at how disciplined I'll say mm-hmm. is because if I was a ref and I'm sure many of these replacement refs they're out there getting to stand on the same field as Odell Beckham, Calvin Johnson, uh, you know, the superstars of the NFL. Right? So the regular refs are fixated on I got to watch this line They don't give a shit what's happening to the right or the left of them. They're watching this line for when anything comes near it, where replacement refs, I'm sure, are all over the field. Like, oh, my God, Calvin Johnson, see that catch? And totally (laughs) missing the play. Oh, what are you talking about? Like, look at the mistakes they made in just three games.
2: Three games.
1: So where, where was... So you're saying they were incompetent on which level? Like, they were watching the game, or they just didn't know the rules? They're probably little. They're, they probably weren't as comfortable or confident in some of their decisions. So then that's negative okay. on the NFL, right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: So I guess uh, winner loss for Goodell. I well, guess this one's pretty. Yeah, crazy. this
1: one's huge. Huge yeah. loss huge for loss. Goodell. This is the biggest blemish on his entire career. Over three point two million dollars annually.
2: Unbelievable. So you, I think we you got an unanimous decision from us for the first one through the through the top five. Uh, we'll give you a recap of the top five here, real quick. Um, you had. In at number five, concussions. concussions. And then uh, number four, number deflate four, gate. Deflategate. Number three, the Pro Bowl. Number four. Number two. Number two, rather. <laughs> the L.A., Las Vegas, uh, you know, expansion of the league. And then uh, number one, the, the uh, replacement refs. So I guess just uh, real quick, we can go right now. We'll just, one quick answer, uh, Roger Goodell's career. Um, win or loss?
0: So far, I say he's doing an alright job.
1: Yeah, I'll give I'll give him a a B okay. for sure. He's he's brought revenue up in the NFL. He's expanded the league, and at the same time, they're just like everybody's career. Nobody's perfect. Uh, you're always going to make mistakes no matter what you do. But you're making a decision based on what you think's best at the time. After the fact, it might it might be the wrong decision. But you know what? You made it. Based on all the facts that you had and your supporting evidence, and Goodell doesn't shy away from doing that stuff.
2: Uh, I hate him. I think he's a dictator. Uh, dictator-like tendencies, let's say that. Um, but I think he has had some uh, wins, you know, despite himself, um, throughout his years. So, guys, that was uh, the third installment this week. Uh, we're going to call this our Down Week series. Um, there wasn't much news, so we brought you guys some quick takes. Uh, you can listen to them over your lunch break, on your way to and from work, things like that. Let us know what you thought of this. Chime in. Let us know what you think of Roger Goodell. Um, as we said in the last one, talk to us. Let us know. Don't attack us. And uh, we're more than happy to have a conversation with you. Um, you can get at us at, at Point After Show on Twitter.
0: Uh, my personal Twitter handle is at Eddie underscore the P A S Tom. I'm at T Lip underscore
1: the P A S
2: Cavi. Uh, I'm at producer Cavi. Again, tweet any of us individually. We would love to talk to you. Uh, don't be a mouth breather, or I will attack you and uh, ruin your day.
0: And you can also reach uh, Paulie Bag of Walnuts at D F F Advantage on Twitter. Thanks for listening, guys.